Dave. This is your Thunder from Down Under Goblin King with 665.66 UHMR Kimrat Radio. We are coming to you tonight from the back of Mama Kaz's noodle house, hanging out on her couch with a special guest. Her Liz Gizzard egg ramen did a number to Marky last time, and he has decided that we're all going to try that rat toast soup we've heard so much about today. Don't don't try it. It's It tastes like cheese and sadness. As always, I am joined by my co-hosts, Marky. What it is, host? Beast. Hey, how's it going, everyone? And Kevin, who's back from his vacation spa and casino trip at the Flappin' Jack. Oh, it was great. It was. I won, I, I won on the slot machines. You won on the slot yeah. machines. the fly. All right. Perfect. Perfect. Or did the slot machines win on you? No, no, no. I won the slot machines. All right. And from the mid hives, where they've got a little bit more money, we have a special guest today, Brendan from Knights of Nern. What up, nerds? He's got shoes, guys. He's he's, he's got he's got the credits. It's really weird. I I can see none of his toes. This is this is not normal. How are you enjoying the underhive tonight? Would it shock you to tell? Uh, would it shock your viewers to hear that I have all ten of my toes? Holy, he's rolling. I don't know. That's he probably... doesn't have. He doesn't have any butt holes in him. I don't trust him. <laughs> That's true. There's not enough blood on his face. <laughs> this motherfucker's got too many organs. <laughs> hey, he stays not, down in the underhive for a couple more days. He ain't hey, Kevin, Kevin's no more. got three bionic dicks. All right, we're talking about not enough organs. <laughs> yeah, but he's only got one lung. <laughs> And no liver. <laughs> Traded him in for dicks. Me? Me? I am glad. No, that, that is all you, Kevin. Yes. No, no. Bionic no. toes and toes and no, penis. Did you not get a soft regular. enough warm up? As, as you earlier? Can see, my toes is regular. Oh, shit. You got all 10 toes, too. Yeah. Wow. I don't break feet. Wow. I you break hands. Yeah, whatever, man. I got 12. <laughs> Those forearm numbers, like took at least three from me, dude. I didn't feed them, and they took my toe. You gotta make sure you leave out some That's extra cat chow, and by cat chow, I mean chowed cat. Dude, the they didn't like numbers. the chimichangas, man. You either gotta sleep with your boots on, or don't put them outside the blanket, because then the rats get to them. Y'all got boots? <laughs> Y'all got blankets? <laughs> perks, of, perks of joining the uh, auxilia. You get man, some fuck boots. the auxilia. <laughs> you get some boots and uh, one meal a day. Whatever, that blanket's made out of burlap anyway. <laughs> oh, is this what I get for being a, it's like a custodious fan? It's like considering that. Yeah, you're upper hiver. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Fucking upper yeah. cruster. <laughs> so, <poor>. so, yeah. <laughs> so, Brendan is a good friend of mine from several years back. All right, nobody gives a fuck about your friends. <laughs> I have a few friends from... We're his friends. <laughs> you don't have any friends. We're your friends. <laughs> the people in this room and that's it. Y'all got friends? No, no, no. <laughs> it was that, that meme where uh, I'm getting 30,000 friends. 30,000 friends? I'm only getting 1,000 friends. You guys are getting friends? <laughs> yeah, but I mean... Your first friend was Tom. Tom was my first friend ever. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> it does. <laughs> That's sad, man. Even I gotta tell you that one. It's, it's like that red toe <laughs> soup right there. It'd be bad if uh, Tom was your only friend. <laughs> hey, man. I'm gonna go personally attacked right now. <laughs> Yeah, we haven't even brought up geography this episode yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm already on the, on the defensive over here. So I heard you learned something about maps the other day. 
Yeah, archipelagos. It, it's a, it's that, like yeah. a, a super floating uh, penis had, that goes up and down. In I had the water. to describe it's it. It's an island that's connected penises underneath the water. This is the way, essentially. Yeah, this, this is, is the way that we've learned that we have to teach Mark about geography. Yeah, is we have to relate I, it, it to the worked. butthole. I remember. So, so, what shape is Florida? Phallicky. Exactly. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. I hate, learning, guys. I hate either that or he just <laughs> either that or he just watched the Daily Show. <laughs> Because they had a they had a part where it's like somebody had a map of Florida and they drew it like a penis. <laughs> Giant. So, so they gave it like two balls and like then the like the chef's penis. The chef had a penis. What chef? It's just chef. a glove, bro. It's a glove. Okay, okay. <laughs> the Arby's glove. No, there's a chef oh on the God. on the map of the United States. Oh, I thought you were talking about Hamburger Helper. No, 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 no. There is, there is a chef. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. about. Yeah, if you guys don't know about the chef on the, on the, I know about the chef. I mean, it's like involves Oklahoma and shit. I don't know. There's 50 states. states I just know as a chef, man. There's 50 states in in the states. And they're like 51 or some shit like that. Puerto Rico is pretending. Puerto Rico should be (laughs) a state. Annexation of Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico should be a state. (laughs) John Hancock. It's Herbie Hancock. (laughs) (laughs) So, so Brendan. You run a podcast called Knights of Nerd, Mm -hmm. and you had me on as a guest a couple of weeks ago to talk about all the crap in the Warhammer 40k universe. Well, not all the crap in the Warhammer 40k universe, just like, you know, if you want to dip your toe into it, which really there is no dipping your toe into the Warhammer 40k universe, it's more like a cannonball plunge. You guys all realize he's already on the toe train. Like, stop, just stop, (laughs) stop. Are you done with toast today? We okay, started I saw, with toast. I saw both of you, both feet of yours. I'm done. Hey, I slapped my I slapped my calf you for see, you, buddy. You, no, you spanked your calf. Straight up, dude. That, I, that was a calf slap. Oh <laughs> it was it was a was or wait, that was a slapped calf, so that would be a slap. A slap. Somebody's punching baby cows, apparently. <laughs> Give us a little bit of an idea about what Knights of Nerd is about. Uh, Tell us about your podcast. It's about nighttime and nerds, right? right. No, Knights as in K-N-I-G-H-T. Can, yeah. So, uh, knives. Like so nerd, nerds and knives. Got it. Knights. Knights. Tom also uses a, a Knights in his thing. Knights watch. Yeah, yeah, he's got the night. Yeah, yeah Kevin, words. Great yeah. job. The Knights watch. <laughs> Well, my my good friend Shane Holly and I wanted to do a podcast for the longest time. Shane has actually been wanting to do a podcast for longer than I have. So he approached me about the subject and you know asked, "It's like, hey, would you be interested in doing a podcast with me? We'll do. We could cover. Well, we could cover nerd news, kind of make, be like a sports talk radio show for the nerd community, and you know try to have a civil discussion and civil debate about what's happening, what's going on. We've go ahead." I was gonna say there's nothing civil about our podcast, so I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> we haven't come to blows yet. No, I mean I, I get what he's saying. He wants to be the Joe Rogan, but of something that nobody gives a shit about. I understand. I give a sh- like I, how I, we're I, trying I, to be on. the Joe Rogan of Warhammer 40k. <laughs> <laughs> we're even more myopic, man. <laughs> it's like and not even not even so much like Joe Rogan. I mean, more of kind of how. Uh, the Falcon well, in Stat Center. <laughs> well, uh, wow, Jekyll. dude. The Je- the well, more like Attack of the Show and uh, okay. Uh, okay. God, what uh, it's like those other shows. G- that, G4. The G4 stuff yeah. that G4 tried to do. Yeah. yeah, all the stuff that G4 tried to do. And like, I thought that they did, they did really well at doing it. And unfortunately, like the network got shut down. 
Who was that? Who's the chick that played Psylocke? Yeah, Olivia Munn. Yeah, oh, who is God. having a baby with John Mulaney? Believe it or not. What? Yeah. Weird. Is this stuff that you cover on? On? Uh, no, we didn't cover. Like, we we have got really co- weirdly page seven all of a sudden. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, no, I just waited outside her house for a while. <laughs> no, no, no. I. I <laughs> well, <laughs> it was it was her summer home. All right. <laughs> Full house. Come on, Gene Steeler. I mean. Come on, she lives in Southern California too. I mean, no one's affording a second home in SoCal. Really? Yeah, yeah. second, yeah. Learn something new every day. Geography, Olivia Munn, Southern California. (laughs) I don't know. I I know at least one person who has two homes in Southern California and one home in Hawaii. But anyway, uh, (laughs) Um, it's a different area code than I live in, is all I'm saying. And so, uh, like, our, our first episode was talking about the the shortages of graphics cards and PlayStation PS5s and Xboxes and all that other stuff. And it's like, you know, and our advice was for that episode is like, don't give into the scalpers because ultimately they're going to come down in price because they're going to need to move the product. Plain and simple. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's getting to the point where Sony now is making cheaper PS5s with cheaper heat sinks. I mean, those Prices are indeed coming down. It'd be nice to see a graphics card, though. That has not fixed itself. No, that has not fixed itself. That has That's actually gotten quite a bit issue. worse. Yeah, that has a lot to do with like freight and freight management. Yeah, that's, that's crypto like, as well, huge, right? A little crypto's, bit with crypto. Crypto's not hurting it as much anymore. Crypto um, just took a shit in the last couple of days. Of course it did. Like like a any, any shit. Any anytime some big investor pulls a bunch of money, crypto is going to fucking fluctuate massively. Oh, yeah. And hopefully this next statement doesn't get me murdered. But I have a thirty eighty graphics card in my computer at Where home. Do you live again? Your computer. <laughs> your computer isn't here, so you're safe. Okay. Sub level fourteen. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> mid hiver shit. He's got a thirty eighty. Still running on a nine eighty, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, and I did it the most like inefficient way possible as opposed to like okay i mean i bought a whole entire new com- pre-built computer and Just i for threw it. in well no i threw in a 3080 because i could we actually i actually know so every once in a while a pre-built will pop up at like best buy or costco or one of those like kind of big box stores mm-hmm. and they'll, they'll have a 3080 in it and i know people that are like oh yeah i'm gonna go buy like two of them and i'm gonna and scalp they, all the parts and then they yeah, yeah scalp the parts and keep the graphics cards yep because yep. yep. that's the only way to get them now which is which is very unfortunate which is um, an investment though man that's that's oh, yeah. an investment of time money like labor because those things ain't light yeah <laughs> we're now midway through our second season by the end of the season we'll have 20 episodes and we've been going since february i want to say it ha- it's like i can't like you know definitively speak to that unless i'm like looking at the page with the analytics and the numbers and me and we've had some great guest stars on it. We've had Dominic Pace, who was in The Mandalorian. Oh, that's dope. That's super cool. Lee, uh, Lee Cozy, who is a Lucasfilm licensed artist. We've had him on the show a few times to discuss Star Wars stuff. And you had Ryan, too. Yeah. We had it's like we had Ryan. It's like. Yeah, yeah, I mean, but I mean, come on. I mean, he led with the big guns, though. (laughs) He's like real people that did real things. This jackass over here. (laughs) My my friend Dragpool, who's like a sweetheart, 
content creator on TikTok, and the name is exactly how it sounds. He dresses as Deadpool in dra- as a drag character. That, that's fucking I actually, awesome. I think that's pretty cool. That's pretty awesome. I'm not gonna lie. Sounds like some toe content. <laughs> the man learned how to walk in stiletto heels. I said it sounded like toe content. I can respect that, honestly. And Kiri Callaghan, who is author, and she just uh, has her second book out for pre-order. And have, have had fantastic conversations I realize that as a nerd, we are never, ever going to agree. It's like we can agree on that the fandoms are fantastic, but we might disagree on some things. Like I might like Star Wars. Kevin might like Star Trek, for example. And God forbid I can like both. Oh, yeah. yeah God forbid. It's like we can like both. Battlestar <laughs> Galactica. I mean, Hell yeah. BSG. It's like, I mean, you know, it's like Warhammer 40K. Warhammer. I don't understand why we're having this conversation. <laughs> it's like, but my, but my point is, is that we don't need that one. <laughs> but my point is, is that there, I mean, and we've seen it a lot in the world is like, okay, it's like, because for me, I grew up in Montana and being a nerd in Montana was hard. Yeah, we actually talked about this. I think kind of what you're getting into just a couple of episodes ago, we talked about forming like garage leagues and small mm-hmm. gaming groups. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't talk about anything like that. No, you know, talk about my past, (laughs) but we, uh, we definitely talked about how, you know, at at a certain point it wasn't cool to be a nerd and now it is cool to be a nerd. Now it is cool to be a nerd. And the thing is, is like, we've kind of seen this come full circle in some regards too, where the nerds are the jackasses. And I don't like that. Like it, to me, it's like being a nerd was like something that we could bond over and share our passions and like be excited for something and everything else. Like I, there's nothing more than I enjoy than talking Star Wars theories. Like I lost a bet because I had Star Wars theories and you know what? I was happy to lose that bet. I have a Star Wars tattoo specifically so I could punk somebody who had a rebellion tattoo <laughs> it's the only reason i had the imperial navy crest on my wrist i was like oh yeah yeah our, my buddy Devin had a, a rebellion crest on his wrist and i'm like i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get the <laughs> imperial navy one just to fucking shine him on it's like when the people raise a fucking starfleet federation flag and then their neighbor goes and raises a fucking klingon flag yeah right exactly <laughs> or worse or worse the romulan empire oh, fucking romulans <laughs> no one likes the romulans fourth of july i usually hang a british flag is that like how every once in a while i mark myself free from caring about the british royal family since 1776 like like, i usually (laughs) will say congratulations you traitors (laughs) no my dad my dad used to do it my dad would always hang up the union jack outside our our house on the fourth of july and people would always come by and they'd be like that's unpatriotic and he'd say what are you guys talking about we're so happy you guys got the fuck out of our country (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, you know, it's, I mean, case it's like in terms of like the whole entire like nastiness of nerds, right? It's like, well, of other nerds at this point in time is the whole entire Blizzard lawsuit. I mean, it's like, I don't want to like be, a, it's like bring this up to be a whole entire downer, but the actions that were taking place in that, and we all have friends that work for Blizzard. Listen, this podcast right here says nothing but good things about Blizzard. I can't even say it. <laughs> you can't even say it with a straight face. <laughs> we all have friends for, that work for Blizzard. And the thing is, is like, for me, uh, Ryan, you can attest to this. How much do I love WoW? Uh, un- unhealthily. It hurts. Again. It's like I canceled my subscription. And to hit that cancel button was painful. It was painful. Mm-hmm. But it was the thing is, is that I felt that it was the it was the right thing to do. It's like, OK, I'm going to I'm going to speak with my dollar. 
Yeah. Blizzard, you're not going to get my money because you did this. It's yeah, like, a fool. <laughs> it's like you, you did something stupid. Can we fix the stupid? Can we introduce you to Age of Sigmar? <laughs> Why? Because it's never, it did. <laughs> oh. Because it's so much better than WoW. <laughs> I was going to say, it's almost like a parallel to what's going on with Games Workshop right now and how everybody, I mean, not Every, that not everybody's the, the issue. The issue is different, but right. yeah. the issue is different. You're but right. the principles the same. But, but the way that the way that people are acting is, yeah, right. So like a lot of people not. And, and obviously this, you know, this dates us. Things can change. Maybe Games Workshop will, you know, turn, turn over a, a new leaf and they'll, you know, give everybody Warhammer Plus for free and still pay the, those nice artists or something. Yeah. No, no, I mean, no. It's not, but no. Yeah. What are you smoking? <laughs> <laughs> the Games Workshop could give us all Warhammer Plus for free. And, and it's like, I'll what? review it if they give it to me for free. Have you have you not yeah. seen that that meme, right? Where it's like Mo from The Simpsons. He's got like 50 million people in the bar. Right, right. And Homer Simpson's like, hey. And it's like Mo is Games Workshop. And Homer's like, I'm leaving. I'm taking my business elsewhere. And he's like, what? I can't hear you. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like, no, you're you're screwing up everything. I'm leaving. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow, man. Like, <laughs> like it's just Games Workshop right yeah. now. Like, they're just yeah. like, you guys are upset. What? Well, no, I, yeah. No, we're going to get some new one. No, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. Well, unfortunately, that's not the case. Well, I guess fortunately, like, depending on how you look at it, that's not the case for Blizzard. Blizzard's like they're, blizzards are bleeding out right well they're they are they are they're hurting. hemorrhaging employees as well they, they, they are, it's like they're hurting the the projects that, that it's like to my understanding to my knowledge uh the projects that they have announced are still being worked on they're still being they're still going to be released mm -hmm. um there is it's like in terms of one particular team there's it's like there needs to be a massive overhaul in that team alone which may be not exact it's like which may end up killing this killing the game entirely they still say diablo immortals coming out they still say diablo 4 is coming out man diablo 2 is a perfect game and they just i, yeah, I can't i can't yeah, see no, a reason no, they just, and they diablo. and then they just released diablo 2 remastered so yeah. you know it's like okay is that going to bring back a whole bunch of players who love diablo 2 because you just i mean it's like is that is that your true opinion that diablo 2 is a perfect game diablo 2 is a near perfect game so i mean would, would, would I buy Diablo 2 remastered? No. Okay. Well, that's that's a fair point. But it's, I mean, there's there are of people who have the same mindset of you in terms of Diablo 2 yeah. that would go through and purchase that game then. I mean, like, I, at this point, the Torchlight series, which is a very Diablo 2 clone, Isn't is very good. Is it same people? Like one it, of the team it, members? I yeah, think. It, it very well could be. Are you not wanting Diablo 2 remastered because of, like, principle or because... Because in, because when you remaster a game that that's old that that is that old and you try to like do certain things to it it never really works out well. I mean, or they're gonna end up doing the same thing like they did with Warcraft Three, where they were like, yeah, we're gonna re-record all the voiceovers and we're gonna add in all these better dynamic cameras for the cinematics, and, and then the game came out and they didn't. Yeah, yeah, they just didn't. Yeah, they just didn't do. They didn't do that for Warcraft. I, I also have it. the world and delivered literally the same game, except you can pick 4K as a resolution now. It's like yeah. that's basically all they did. It's like we are promising you this steak, this steak, beautiful steak dinner. Here is your beautiful steak dinner. It is this big. And then they bring you a, a it's steak. yesterday's steak dinner. <laughs> yeah, it's yesterday's steak dinner. <laughs> Instead of a steak, it's the same steak dinner, just you know, 24 hours old. The general point of our podcast is to go through and like have these pseudo hard discussions yeah. sometimes, but always come to a conclusion that we still like each other at the end of the day. Right. Yeah. 
So you, so you guys are also both cosplayers, correct? Yeah, Shane and I both do cosplay. And and I kind of got the hint that one of you is a real big fan of one cinematic, not cinematic, but comic book universe, and the other is a real big fan of the other comic book universe. Uh, that's fighting words. Actually, yeah, right? it's, it's, no, that's <laughs> not that's not the main thing that uh, Shane and I disagree on. We disagree on which console is better. We both agree that P that that PC is like basically. God, um, <laughs> but agreed. All right, we're we're not going to have a fight in this room right now. There's, there's an argument on that, <laughs> right? But in, but in Race. But in terms of what is better for the for console, I am in the camp that PlayStation, uh, Sony PlayStation, is a better console than the Xbox. Wrong. Wrong. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to side with them on this one, and I'm going to do it for one reason. An affiliate of Sony who will not be named directly, but related to Sony, gifted me a PS4 in a a set of circumstances that made me go, all right, all right, PlayStation 4 is better. (laughs) I didn't have to buy it. It was better. (laughs) See, on that, it was free. It was better. Side of that one, mostly from a PC Master Race standpoint. That there are games that you can buy to play on both your Xbox and your PC. I will. It's like and the thing is, is like I will completely and totally agree and with play, you. On PlayStation that. has started doing that, by the way. PlayStation is, and, but they they haven't. You can't buy the same game and play it on both. You are correct. You can't do the. And they uh, haven't gone as far as Microsoft and uh, Xbox has done to go through and make sure that people can play their games. Sony's been behind the ball on that, and I will one hundred percent agree with you on that, because. Yeah. Uh, what Horizon Zero Dawn just came out on Steam like last year, maybe? Yeah, literally and in it's the last been, six months. Gone, Days Gone came out six months ago. Yeah. Aren't and, they uh, really apprehensive about doing cross-play as well? They are really apprehensive. super so, yeah. about it, yeah. Because Sony says it's like our our system is the best system for this for X and Y Z game. Play PlayStation Master Race kind of mentality. Kind of. Yeah. Um they, they walled garden like Apple does. What? Apple does what? <laughs> you have to buy a special what to do a what with your what? To connect it to your other what? <laughs> with six more adapters. Oh my God, dude. That Fucking whoa, Apple. Whoa, 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 hey, hey, whoa. It, it's like give it to you, you want to charge your phone? <laughs> That's an extra. Hold <laughs> up, Playboy. You got bite. <laughs> I will say it's like it was finally smart of Apple to start going and putting in the universal adapter, which at this current point in time is USB-C on the ends of their phones. So that way no one has to go through and spend $50 for a goddamn. You know, what's really funny, yeah, though, because they finally put a USB-C on the end of it. No, they have an adapter. Oh, <laughs> adapter it's not native. Lighting. And I, I know it's not. I know it's not native because a coworker uh, and I drive to testing locations together a lot, and she can't charge her phone because she has an iPhone and I have a USB C in my car. Are they and, like the Dell of? Yes. Of, yeah. 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 They just want to do their own thing. Yep. They just want to do their own thing. Oh, the entire industry has moved to this standard power adapter. That's cute. Here's our special one. I say, as somebody who owns a Microsoft Surface. <laughs> I actually really enjoy the Surface as a piece of technology. I do. It's an amazing piece I of think technology. It's pretty great. It's hand, It's super handy. And, and they learned from Apple. They put fucking magnets in the goddamn thing. Uh, it's so amazing how many magnets are in my Surface. Wait, to like what? To like hold on to the stylus? So, so like, or? so like, I get yeah, hold on to the stylus. I get my, I get my adapter close enough. My power adapter close enough. Oh, and it goes, it'll <laughs> suck in. Yeah, oh, it's like fucking a, like amazing. Old MacBook power. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's that amazing. Was, what else can you put next to that thing that sucks stuff? What was that? No, no, no. 
And, you and want me to power, slap my calf again? You said it was the power <laughs> adapter. Okay, I'm gonna have to. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my god, Mark. <laughs> and it's in terms of times, of, it's like to. It's Marky like, you dies know, on sublevel 67 to electroshock. 69. <laughs> I mean, in terms of in terms of the day, it's September 10th. Our it's like our most recent episode just dropped at noon today. And we just so you know, this episode may not drop for like three or four weeks. I, <laughs> that's why I said it, it's like in terms of times of recording today is September 10th. That's why I preface it. Like ah, that's okay. Right. Okay. He's uh, dating us on October. Marky, kick him out. He's dating. <laughs> no, we don't, we don't do that here. No, no. <laughs> yeah. We try to stay away from dates. Gotcha. We don't like, we don't like your kind. Right? But yeah, yeah. Great. We dropped our deep dive into Shang-Chi episode from Marvel. And that's the Ten Rings dude, right? Yes, that is okay, the, cool. the, the, the legend of the I've Ten Rings. I've heard great things about that movie. That, that, that's the dude that was in Kung Fu Hustle, right? With all the rings on his arms. See, I pay I mean, attention to memes. I don't pay attention to what's actually going on. <laughs> like similar, it's somewhat similar fighting style yeah, in terms of it's that. The Ten Rings fighting style. Yeah, the Ten Rings fighting style. Uh, Simo Liu is in it. And it's hilarious because now all the memes are showing up. One of his first gigs is that he did stock office photos. Oh, God. For a gig. So in terms of like those team networking things, he's the guy that's standing over the table, smiling and pointing at so-and-so being like, you are doing a great job. Yeah, that's awesome. Also fantastic stunt performer. I've heard nothing but nice things about It's like, I've not met the man personally, but I've heard nothing but nice things about him from some of my friends who have met him. And we had uh, my buddy, Andy, the Chinese pirate. He came on and... <laughs> No, literally, that's his tag on Twitter. This nah, is the Chinese cool. pirate. That's cool. I like it. <laughs> and like Steve the pirate from Dodgeball. <laughs> and, and, and we had him on, and we it's like we discussed, you know, how important is this movie for uh, Asian American representation? Right, right. Uh, the 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 stereotypes that you see in the movie versus what's actually true, and it's like, and I mean, it's like, and sometimes like the stereotypes in some of the movies is correct but sometimes it's it's taken a little bit of out of context because it's me well i i, I know you and i specifically watch it but uh mark and i both watched all of warrior the hbo show so, it was, so it was written good. by jet lee so fucking uh -huh. good and uh and produced by his daughter like it was a struggle to get that show made because for i mean he wrote it when he was still alive and tried to make it when he was still alive and then you know his his daughter tried to make it after and, and been trying to make it for like 20 years but based on the way that asian americans are perceived and, and treated in hollywood it took until 2019 2018 to make the show yeah. the show is amazing that the, the martial arts in the show the the storyline oh my god the way that they do language transitions is fucking amazing yeah i love the way they do that it's yeah. honestly an amazing show they it's did on, a uh, very HBO, very good right? job yeah hbo yeah so if you guys Super have good. it definitely give it i mean i'm a big kung fu movie guy like yeah, growing same. up that's kind Everybody of the, was kung fu fighting yeah. It's like, and, and I will say, it's like there are plenty of nods to Kung Fu Hustle and Shang Chi. I, there better really? be. Yeah, oh. there is a point in the movie where the guy almost does a Buddha's palm. That's that's cool. That's cool. That's <laughs> it sounds pretty and, good. And it's like, and there is a Kung Fu Hustle movie poster also in the movie. That's, oh, awesome. Yeah. that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, it's like they get they they do the appropriate nods to it's like this is where we could come from and. You know, this so, is where we are. 
Yeah. So you guys aren't like like one of you isn't a DC guy and one of you isn't a Marvel guy. I mean, it doesn't split that way. It doesn't really split that way. I mean, okay. for me, it's like as you know, one of my cosplays is Captain America. Right. Right. Uh, of course. No. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> image. Image. Uh, <laughs> image. But only 1992 to 1997. Uh, you, it's right. Like, right. Just, before Spawn. Just. 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 Back when it was Top Cow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's like just throw in Top Cow, and then it's yeah. like, oh wow. Um, when the only thing they produced was Gen Thirteen. <laughs> Sorry, it's very niche, dude. <laughs> hey, where this is a Warhammer Forty K podcast, we're very what. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, I mean, I cosplay as Captain America. He does a he does a Winter Soldier. It's funny enough because we actually it's like he and I both cosplay as Soldier 76 from Overwatch. Uh, he cosplays as Superman from DC. I have Red Hood and I've, I've started a Green Lantern cosplay from DC. So, I mean, in terms of comics, we don't necessarily disagree. OK, uh, where, where do you guys fall in the Star Wars thing? Uh, first, it's like episodes four, five, and six. Fantastic one. It's like one we want more mall. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it's a really hard argument to have with anybody. More. Nah, he's he's no nah, mall. Mall was the worst character in the much. film. Uh, cl- <laughs> the Clone War, the Clone Wars TV series is solid. So is Rebels. Uh, episodes two and three were a little bit lacking. Uh, how'd, you, how'd you like Bad Batch? Bad Batch so far. I liked it, and this is actually where we disagree. It's like I liked it. Uh, my co-host Shane did not like it. Now I have yet to see it. When need it, to start that one personally, I mean, obviously, you gentlemen are very uh, knowledgeable, and and you you guys is smart smarter than me. That is, I watch. We're not talking about when I watch things. I watch it from a very, I guess, I'll say, dumb person perspective. I, like when I watch movies, I, I do it to turn my brain off and enjoy it. Like, yeah. And then, and then what I'll do is I'll watch like a review and have people pick it apart. And I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But at the same time, it also almost kind of ruins, like if they do pick it apart too much, it ruins the movie. For yeah, me. I get what you're saying. I kind of do the same thing sometimes. Yeah. But I'll like, I'll pick it apart a little bit myself. But really, like if I'm going like, especially to a movie theater, like I'm there to have a good time. So yeah. I'll, I'll allow the plot holes to go through for the sake of my enjoyment. But then after I'll be like, there is a lot of plot holes, but I'll enjoy it while it's happening. Yeah, no, it's I mean, I it's like I do this. I do the exact same thing. The first time I go to a movie, I I I literally go and try to enjoy it for as much as I can mm-hmm. for as much as I can. If it's a hot piece of garbage, it's a hot piece of garbage. The first time it's going to be a hot piece of garbage the second time. Yeah. Uh, and then I will try to go through. It's like I'll try to go see a movie a second time if I can in theaters, probably like at the matinee price. That way it's not so hard in my wallet oh, for sure. <laughs> But also so that way I can go through and like, you know, have like a note. It's like have like a notepad or have my phone open and be taking notes or something like that. So that way I can, you know, not be a disturbance to anybody in terms of theater etiquette to anybody else who's trying to watch the movie undisturbed. Because, I mean, yeah, it's matinee. Fuck them. <laughs> dude, it's like I used to work at a cinema and I, I've seen all things at all times oh, yeah. shows oh yeah i bet like why is Com- common sticky? courtesy is not as common as people think it no, is. it's not <laughs> i mean it's 100 like, not yeah it's like when it's like when you go through and you are going into the theater to do an aisle check or it's like just basically make sure that everything's okay and you hear a bottle tip over you hear it roll down roll down roll down because it's like it's the slope it's the it's the slope, and our floor was concrete. So it's like that our seats were on. So, so you hear it the entire time. The so, empty yeah. glass ball. And then and then you and, and then you smell that unmistakable stench of ammonia, <laughs> and you know somebody fucking pissed in the goddamn bottle. Is that where this is going? 
No. Oh God. No. I was no. I mean, theoretically could. There, Ryan. Theoretically could, but uh, at the same time, uh, no. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the theater did end up smelling like cheap beer for a hot minute. So it's yeah. like, oh, was it like a forty of cheap ass? Well, it wasn't. It, no, it wasn't a forty because forties are too. It's like, dude, those are things are too bulky to get into a movie theater. Bring bo- watch me. that's a challenge accepted guys that's my penis come on really (laughs) i mean if you're not not playing edward 40 hands in a theater you ain't living (laughs) i I got really good at sneaking stuff in a movie theater i would bring like remember nerds rope oh my god yeah our our buddy i gotta unbind that shit down my pant leg i got a bad theater (laughs) story all right guys so so for the hundredth time i was poor growing up (laughs) so when i took christy on our first date it's really bad. I, I, this is really bad. You brought candy from home? No, worse. <laughs> so what I did was I... <laughs> did you steal candy from Target? Because they won't no, chase it's, you it's over worse $40. Than that. It's worse than that. So <laughs> I went in the trash can and I got one of the large popcorn things and the large sodas. <laughs> and I turned it into the front desk and got a new one. They give you a new cup and a new bag of popcorn, but... Oh, you were like, yeah, I'm, it's like I'm like, I'm here for my refill? Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, Yeah, I'm, like I'm, I'm scum, scum of the earth, man. <laughs> I really I, well, am. Okay. I respect that hustle. I respect well, that is, hustle. It's like, it would be worse if you just gave them the bucket and they filled it Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. That. So okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. So that 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 would that would be worse. It, the reason so it was anyway, bad is because it was with my wife. It's like you're just you're just you were just at the time doing a hustle doing a hustle. Yeah, I, mean, I, I respect that hustle right there. I mean, I was 16. I, my job, all my money went to like the car, my 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 <laughs> yes. beater. Right, right. <laughs> so it was just like I'm not spending ten dollars so on we popcorn. Did, we did the Cornetto trilogy. So they they showed. Uh, Shaun of the Dead, and then Hot Fuzz, and then premiered at World's End. Yeah, oh, and it was cool. like a big thing, and it was it was a lot of movie. But there was a break. There was like a forty five minute break between Hot Fuzz and or between Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz, and there was like another forty five minute break between Shaun of the Dead and at World's End. So you could like actually go and get food or whatever. Yeah. So like, I'll never I'll never forget how incised I was when the motherfuckers in front of us pulled in and out out of their check. I'm like, these motherfuckers have in and out. And I wasn't so jealous. I wasn't like Matt. Like I wasn't going to report them. I was just like, I didn't think of that. Oh yeah. We we got a buddy. uh, You actually know him, Tommy. Oh yeah. Oh my God. Tommy can sneak. I have never seen an individual sneak more of the candy aisle into, and not like, not like the 7-Eleven candy aisle, like the grocery store candy aisle. Are we talking like, like Tommy, the- who the fuck brings a $9 bag of peanut M&Ms into the theater? Tommy's like me. And I'm like, oh, and the red vines and the normal M&Ms and Abba Zabba. Jesus oh, yeah, no, Christ, that, that Tommy, why does stuff keep coming out of your pockets? <laughs> that, was, that was me. You you probably know the, the little movie theater is just up the road here where you got to take the elevator down and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know how there's a CBS right at the top or whatever? Yeah, don't don't tell them, or... don't tell people where I live, Kevin. <laughs> I'm not naming any of this. So there's an archipelago, <laughs> and then Lake anyway, Michigan. Anyways, when I was a kid, yeah, we used to go up there, and we would legit fill every single one of our pockets, go ride the elevator down, and they walk into that movie theater. They never check shit. Oh yeah. Well, that's that, 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 Tommy will wait in line for like two hours, get into the theater. And we're all like, dude, we don't understand. Why are you wearing a big ass jacket? Like, you've got to be hot. And then he like, just starts buy a watch. Yeah, he starts <laughs> just pulling out food, weighing out everything. 
Mm-hmm. Like Khajiit has has wares. If you have coin, it, yes, Tommy, we're aware. Uh, I got I got I got McDonald's. I got M and I got sausages. I got I got the I got the fries that'll cross your eyes. Uh, so it's like I, I know that like I, I know that I'm the special guest, and it's like I've been feeling some questions, but I have a question for you guys. Oh, it's like I, I think I think that this might be something that's like kind of either interesting or raunchy, and it'll. No, no, no. <laughs> That's a, well, the whole entire thing is for us, one of the things that we try to do is we try to basically make out a schedule in terms of like, okay, this is what's happening because nerd worlds, it's like nerd community stuff is like posted everywhere. Oh, yeah. In terms of like what's coming out when, you know, release dates, what have you. You're asking about organization. There is none. No. <laughs> he's, All right. li- he's lying. He's 100% lying yeah, well, because he works on the document with me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we've got, so this is, this is episode 21, I think. Yeah. 20 or 21. Are we really that far already? Yeah. Well, we're actually well you guys further. are doing it. It's like, you guys are doing it weekly. We at the Knights of Nerd, we do a bi-weekly thing. Okay. But that's because it's not just your standard podcast. It's more like video variety show because we record and directly post to YouTube. Okay. Well, it's also because you guys actually enjoy your life. That's uh, uh, What? <laughs> you don't like hanging out with me every week? It's not that right. I'm going to go cry. It's not that right. Um, there's, no, de- it's, there's demons involved. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's lore stories. Oh yeah, yeah. If you if you count our lore stories and our lore obscurus episodes, I think we're spooky at spooky dookie. Like, yeah, <laughs> uh, count the spooky dookies because I you think never we're saw at, them. That's right. I think we're at twenty two or twenty three yeah, overall count, episodes. Count them, yeah, normal, and normal it's numbers. like, and we're at episode 16, 16 or seventeen, one of the two. Yeah, and part it's like, in you know, part of the problems that we've had is or. Well, not so so much of a problem is that like we had we had a plan for like, I mean, we ran into this like two weeks ago because you're ready to react to something specific and then you have to change what you're doing based yeah, on based on based on it's like based on what either what happens either in real life or just in the news in general, because yeah. I mean, you know. My co-host, unfortunately, came down with coronavirus and, you know, he had to quarantine for two weeks and his wife didn't know what to bring him in terms of to record the podcast. So I'm like, that's when I reached out to you and said, it's like, hey, can you do me a solid? Can you can you be available on Sunday at 630 to talk Warhammer 40K? Because I'm kind of up shit creek without a paddle. And he tells me this on like Friday. (laughs) I told you on Thursday. I said that's like I told you. Oh, wait, no, I told you on Wednesday. And then I'm like, yeah, yeah my we, co- we confirmed later, I yeah. was the whole entire thing of like my co-host didn't know if he was going to be available to record or be able to. And I'm like, I have to put you on standby because I don't know. So I think your question is how much pre-planning do we do and how do we react to a similar situation? Essentially? Yeah, 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 essentially. So uh, pre-planning that we do, we probably have the entire year's worth of episodes planned out. And, and we have a very rough idea of where we might go outside of that. And we all have we have a production meeting probably once a week. bi-weekly. Yeah. Once a week. I think we, we, usually during like this right after the stream, we'll be like, hey, yeah, Delio moving on. And then and then we're all in we're all in constant contact through Discord. That's the kind of how our production yeah. meetings work is a lot of stuff is talked about on Discord. And if Tom or Kevin or Mark have an idea that interrupts the general flow that we've already done, we kind of parse out 
where its priority is, and then right. we'll so replace like the, or we'll add episodes episode, in. Yeah, we did the video game episodes uh, because night, of that. Night story. And, and the video game episodes went from one episode. We had planned on one episode, and we turned it into two episodes because we had that much stuff to talk about. So there's that a little bit of that games. that happens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's oh, a little bit that, of that. It's like, but that's about that uh, Sony, the PlayStation uh, Space trailer. Marine. The, the trailers that were just released this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, not with, Chaos Gate. Like, uh, with uh, God one? of War Ragnarok, the new Spider-Man slash Wolverine game. I mean, there's like two games coming out from Marvel that look fantastic. Well, and, and we dropped we dropped the 40K episode. We dropped the 40K video game episode in literally the day that we dropped the episode. Battle sector like three or four video games were announced. And like and and because people don't necessarily listen to the episode on Wednesday yeah. and they join our Discord, you know, possibly a couple of weeks later, they're like, "Hey, you left these games out of your video game episode." Yeah, was, and we're like, my "Yeah, they uh they came out after they we came recorded out, the episode. They <laughs> came out after we got done yeah. recording." Yeah, yeah. My brother he, he plays Blood Angels and Battle Sectors, Blood, yeah, Angels, Blood Angels. So he's like, "Hey, what, you know, what the fuck?" What? <laughs> so we are, we already and we already know because of things like that, we're gonna have a third video game episode. Yeah, we'll probably end up having a video game episode a year if we go, you know, depending yeah. on how we run. I, I mean, just but, keep up with current ones or any new. Mods well, I mean, it's like we out. we have a production meeting coming up here relatively soon, and in terms of our schedule, it's like, oh wait, the thing that we wanted to do has been pushed back again. Right. Shit. Well, so we don't we don't chase or address the edge of the meta of of the game. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at brand new releases. We're not really looking at, you know, we we've barely commented on anything that's been released this year because that's that's my doing. Well, and the, and the I'm, other I'm forcing these guys not to date ourselves. I'm trying to make our our, our episodes timeless. Yeah. So that way, okay. somebody three years down the line can listen to us and be like, these guys are talking about new orcs like there's no new orcs. There's right, new orcs right. in three years. Skip. Yeah, and the the other thing is is that our focus is very very heavy on the lore of the universe and how to creative yeah yeah the hobby and then how to creatively write write in the universe yeah which is kind of like our our stated goal is we're going to introduce we like to do these kind of hobby episodes which this interview with you is is one of our hobby kind of lighter side episodes because they yeah they they let us they let us breathe they let us kind of talk about. You know, they, they let us kind of talk about what we want to talk about. But a, a big focus of ours is you know, introduce enough lore to give a foundation to somebody who's interested yeah. and then kind of, you know, give you the questions to ask that are the right questions or whatever. And then we introduce some creative writing elements or our own creative writing in order to kind of facilitate that process. And then we have our, our newest segment, which I don't even remember how it came up. I, we just we all kind of got this wild hair. Where we're like, hey, let's do let's do a spooky episode. Let's do a spooky segment oh, once a hive. month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So we now we do Loris Obscurus. Uh, Tales from the Hive would be our lore story side. Oh, okay, okay. But but we do we do something called uh, Loris Obscurus. And Loris Obscurus is we we share some of our own personal paranormal experiences. We cover something in the paranormal world and then we relate it back to 40k. You mean like the ghosts in the uh, the Tenth Avenue Art Center? I have not done the ghosts in the Tenth yet. Oh, okay. I have not. Don't I'm ruin saving it. Him. <laughs> I'm saving all right. him. All right, all right, all right. I'm saving Although I, I almost feel like that should be a, an improv that he goes into that right now while we've got him here. Scary. Yeah, we could. Can right. you, can, spooky, can you tell us secret, a secret spooky? Yeah. Spooky dookie time. Here you guys right. go. Here's a, here's a bonus. Here's a little dookie. nurgle nugget for you guys. <laughs> a nurgle nugget. <laughs> uh, so uh, wait, so uh, wait, how does this work? So you need to tell us a, an actual real paranormal experience you've had. 
Oh, uh, we will not worry about relating it to 40K this time, but well, we could all try. We could. Mark's turning on lights because every time we tell a spooky dookie, something weird happens. And he's he's like shutting himself out of the room. (laughs) He's turning off the light. Extra spooky. Oh, spooky dookie. Spooky dookie time. Uh, It's like like, here we come. All right, guys. So so if you if you've stuck with us. Well, you are you are sticking with us for the whole fucking episode. So, all right, motherfuckers, I want you to I want you to turn off all your lights. Shit's about to get real. Yeah, shit's about to get real. Start touching yourself. If you haven't, if you haven't already smoked a pipe. I mean, it's not that kind of. If you guys haven't already smacked a fat doobie, this is the time to roll it up and spark it. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're going to call your calf from now on? My fat doobie. I don't know. Can you smoke? I don't want to talk about this. (laughs) I don't know. Uncomfortable conversation. Can you smoke your? (laughs) It's like can can you can you smoke your calves? I'm like you're in the Wait, wait 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 wait. Weed comes from your calves, Kevin. It's like you and I are about to get real close. <laughs> it's like you're from the underhive. I assume that you could smoke anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> smoke that red squig. Is that, is Ooh, that like some go fast? Is that like any machine is a smoke machine if you operate it wrong enough? <laughs> Pretty much. Any ship can be a that's land that. sweeper. No, that's the, land, that's the magic smoke that makes things work. <laughs> can't let the magic smoke out. All right, All so. Right. Hit, so, hit us with a spooky tale. So one of the nights that I was working at the 10th Avenue Art Center, oddly enough, it was around Halloween for doing some set design and set building for Evil Dead the Musical. Okay. And, you know, here it's like, here I am. I'm working late at night because one, it's about the only time that I can get in there and not be bothered by anybody. And I'm by myself and I'm in the main space. I'm in the main theater. It's like there's a stage and then there's the dressing room and back. And the dressing room has a bathroom off to the side. And I could have sworn that I heard somebody close the bathroom door and I go back there and it's like, there's nothing, but it's like one of those, like the hairs on the back of your neck start to stand on edge and you really feel that you should run. Well, yeah. Cause they, the, cause you're like, I first, know what I heard. Well, yeah, the, I know not, what not I heard. Not yeah. only that, but the first floor haunt is the malevolent ghost in the, ho- in the, yeah. the hotel, in the theater. The ghost that's on the first floor is the one that's a fucking asshole. Yeah. Uh, it's like, are we getting into all the, all of the three ghosts at the 10th I was about right to say, now? the way you're talking the, about there's, this makes There's five. Like there's five one. ghosts at the 10th. That's or is crazy. there six? Are, are, it's like, is there six including the cat? Uh, I think five including the cat. Five including the cat. Okay. If you get, if everybody's down, I we want, could I want to hear what the fuck's going on. We could always do, we could always do a Laura Subscurus and have you come down and we can specifically do Oh, we can tent. do that. Yeah, no, that's like, I can do that. By the way, finish up, finish up. Yeah, finish up your story on the first floor. I, it's like I was down on the first floor and like it's that so, overwhelming run. It's feel, like that yeah. overwhelming run feeling. And I go, it's like I go back out and my tools like weren't, didn't seem like they were in the right place. Like I, it's like I had set something down and it's like, I don't remember putting that there. Like it was wiped for, it's like, it was either like I spaced it out so hard or it like it was, which is the more logical explanation or something and moved it. And I'm like, Okay, I'm packing up my shit and going. After 10 years of working at the building, 12 years of working at the building. Well, I guess I can't really count the last year. Yeah. So after 10 years of working at that building, specifically with you, specifically late at night several times, we are real good at justifying everything away at three in the morning. No, 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 it was just the alleyway. It was just somebody said something in the alleyway. Yeah, that was it. It was just the alleyway. It gets worse the later it goes. It's like if it's it gets to the point where it's like 3 a.m., 4 a.m. is worse. It's like at five, it's like, you know, there have been times where it's like, 
it's weird there like all freaking night and then it's, it's like, weird there in the middle of the day yeah it's 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 all it's a it's a there's like no natural light like it's all it's just kind of it's thing. just an old building it's an old baptist convent uh and now it's a now it's a multi-floor art theater, space art space but i it, it's a very old full concrete building there's not a lot i mean they, like like the whole idea that we have like oh there's drywall here the, you know this space feels warm or whatever it doesn't really exist there it's cold even in the middle of summer especially if you're there alone if it's packed no, it's in the middle like of summer kind of it's awful yeah if it's packed in the middle of summer it's god awful but if you're alone it's very cold um it's it's a it's an interesting building it i i definitely we could definitely do an entire loris obscurus just talking about it and i've had experiences yeah. there I've also been I've also been alone in the building at three o'clock in the morning and had nothing weird happen. Yeah, so. it's like and this it's and also the same. It's like I've been in that there have been times where it's like I've been in that building like overnight and nothing would happen. But for just some odd reason now, either it was the whole entire thing of like it's Halloween. I'm building this set for a spooky show, quote unquote, you know, it's or a horror theme show and what ghost have you is like, this is cool. I'll leave you alone. <laughs> no, no ghost is like, time Oh, it's like, it's you. like time to fuck with shit because it's the right time to do so. Oh, they're yeah. like, oh you're, you're making a scary play. Well, it's kind of like, uh, what do you call it? The, the day of the dead where they're saying like, that's the closest point in time where like the spirits can yeah. cross over and like, see their, are we talking uh, about Coco now? Cause I love that movie. That's such a good movie. Dude. That <laughs> made me cry. Movie. so good so watch it got you okay cool. <laughs> yes watch yes it. watch it if you haven't but yeah like i think like around in october like uh, halloween day of the dead around that time they're saying they from what i remember it's like that's the closest point in time when spirits when can like spirit interact overlaps yeah right the, exactly the world the warp, the warp. Yeah, yeah the warp decides the warp, to open the up warp. the veil is thin yeah yeah exactly. the, the, the warp is like well Okay, uh, is there such a thing called the abyss in the Warhammer 40k universe? Not really. Okay, that's just the warp. The warp, essentially. The warp is an abyss, essentially. So the warp is a, like, metaphysical version of our realm. Gotcha. I always use it as, uh, you've seen Stranger Things? No. Yeah, really? Have you ever seen Event Horizon? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The warp <laughs> where the, where the show goes <laughs> and then comes back. That's the warp. No. So, so, I mean, that's like, and to, to surmise in terms of the stranger things, it's like, I have every intention of going and watch of watching it. It's just that one of those things where it's like, okay, I need to watch stranger things. Oh crap. This new thing came out. Stranger things. It's like, Backburner. I pretty is. Yeah, exactly. You should, you should legitimately pause most other stuff you're doing and, and watch stranger it's, things. It's, it's, it's really, very, I mean, very well. Right, done. It's like, I mean, right now I, it's, there's more of a potential for me to do that because there's nothing relatively new right now. The only thing new that, that we're, I'm paying very close attention to because I might have the potential possibility uh, to interview the per- this person is what if I have oh, the what if stuff. The what if stuff is because I am currently working on possibly getting an interview with uh, the writer AC Bradley, who is the main writer for that show. Oh, I, cool. I now know a little bit about what if just because of YouTube. Yeah, I like the idea. I, I just I can just tell you right now, Steve. Steve Rogers? I think I know him. I think he's my friend too. I've heard that like 10 fucking times. And, I'm done. And, I'm done. And, Play and, me another ad, please. And, and, and I will have to say it's the most recent episode of What If is What If Zombies. It's like to go through and see the Marvel Cinematic Universe, like be be like 
transformed into the walking dead is kind of awesome. I wa- I watched, I, I didn't watch. I actually read a bunch of the zombie stuff. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of zombie stuff. And I mean, un- unfortunately there's like not a whole lot of zombie Marvel zombie art out oh, there. Okay. What if there's like a flashpoint paradox for DC, right? Not, no, no alternate realities. So the new series is what is is what Brandon's talking about. What right. you're talking about, there actually used to be a comic series that was what if as well. And I know very right. specifically because there was one that I read the whole series of, which was what if Weapon X fought Wolverine? Well, what if is is Marvel, Flashpoint yes. Paradox is DC, DC. Yes. Where Flashpoint Paradox is like what if uh Flash saved his parents? And then it was, a, but that's that is only uh, okay. So and then, yes, and then Bat- yes, in, it's like yes, and in then the whole thing of mother becomes the Joker and Batman's father becomes Two Face or whatever. Well, Batman, Batman. that is, that is the comic, but yeah. the but what uh, Mark's Marky's talking about is uh, the whole entire thing of Barry in Flashpoint Paradox. Barry Allen goes back in time to save his mother. Right. It then is her name Martha. No. Okay, so they're not I'm, on best friends. I'm cool. fairly certain it's not. Yeah, I don't think it is. Barry Allen goes back in time. He saves his mother from being killed, and then that changes everything. Every everything back. essentially, yeah. where it is similar to the Flashpoint paradox. Where what if is similar to the Flashpoint paradox is the whole entire thing of this one instance changing. Uh, I see. I see. And so it's not so much. Go back in time, step on a butterfly, cause a hurricane, blah 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 blah. Yeah, it's it, it's the it's more alternate universe. It's the multiverse theory or for infinite Marvel. Earth series for DC. Gotcha. Okay, okay. Where it's like okay, like okay, in this D and D campaign, we decided to go left this time. Well, the encounter would have got much gone different if we had gone right. Kind of like right, if cool. like Silver Surfer got the Infinity Gauntlet kind of deal. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. So that that's your potential next episode, that's, essentially. Well, uh, one of your next that's episodes. one of our next episodes. I am so, so being brought into a conversation with AC Bradley on it's it's like later on this month. Got you. So one of the things that you guys kind of have is that you always have sort of this moving goalpost when you're planning out episodes, essentially. Kind of, sort of. I mean, not a moving goalpost, but like like a like a, it's a we have a list of it's like we have a list, list of potential potentials episodes, and you're not sure when they'll fall and no not sure it's like yeah it's like we're not sure when they'll if fall if anything more current that needs to be talked about might yeah like one of those, yeah, yeah one like the whole entire blizzard debacle it's like no one saw that coming we pushed what we had planned back to talk specifically about what was going on at blizzard because one we thought it was important and two it was i mean it was the trending issue at the time so, yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point in time, it was news. Uh, you know, the episode that we were going to try and do was a, you know, a cosplay episode and talk about cosplaying. You know, the whole entire thing of like, okay, you have this idea to make a cosplay. What is it that you think about? Like, what type of materials do you have to buy? How much time do you, are you thinking that it's going to take you for you to create your stuff? Either now, double buy- that time and add 100 hours. <laughs> either buy like 3D printing, foam work paint, what have you, and all this other stuff. And then also budgetary require uh, budgetary limitations too. Yeah. And, and it's like I said, when that news dropped, it's like, okay, we got to push this episode back because we can do this. We can do the cause planning episode basically at any point in time. Right. Right. That right. doesn't have like an, anchor it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have an anchor to uh, yeah. w- what's happening in the world. So, so is the issue like you trying to find out like 
what is the best way to tackle like current events? Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to, yeah, I, I was, I was going to ask you guys that question. I was going to pose that question to you. I was like, okay, it's like in terms of like news versus timeless episodes, we essentially set out to chronicle the stuff in the Warhammer 40 K universe that we think is important for people to kind of get in. So I, I guess in a way we kind of, we have a tendency to approach it a little bit more from like a historical perspective. We also have 30 years of lore and history to pull from. Yeah. And then based on our early conversations, our early conversations with each other and with our community, we kind of came up with um, our current season. If you want to look at it that way is based on the fact that we want to get three major factions talked about. Mm -hmm. Those are the orcs, the Eldari, and the Imperial Guard. And that goes back to an idea that Tom popularized with us, which is the, the golden three, the rule of three. Yeah. Where, where essentially these are three very good places to start, which leads you down kind of rabbit holes into different lore. Oh, and because these are the three major factions that interact with the most stuff. And then Tyranids are just like off in their own little thing because oh, yeah. they eat everything. They, eat well, they don't really interact with anything except in an aggressive way. Yeah, and Tyr yeah. Tyranids yeah. also came later where Eldar, right. Orcs, and Imperial and Guard, Guard have been, have been since the beginning. Yeah, right. it's kind of been around since the beginning. As we've continued through, we've had questions to one of the things that we had talked about early on in our planning, even before we had recorded it, episode one, was that we weren't going to really focus very much on the Horus Heresy. However, there's been questions through our community and through our listenership so we've added a horus heresy section that we're going to get to it's probably going to be our our between season one and season two whenever we whenever we get around to saying hey guys we're going to take a two or three week break <laughs> probably a two week like, break some homework. <laughs> um we'll, we'll probably come back and do a mini a mini set of episodes on the horus heresy and then we'll probably take another break and then we'll jump back into our normally regular schedule but um it's 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 just that's kind of more the realm we work in you know it, it'd be a little bit more like not not that anywhere near the orator that he is but uh carlin with hardcore history mm -hmm. where he's very much going back and looking at things and like kind of moving forward and that's sort of what we're doing so we're not when it comes to a rules it, and a lot of that's because we're not meta focused so when it comes to like a rules change or it comes to like a uh change that's happening in the local scene or the a change to the flow of meta we're not going to really address it because mm -hmm. that's not really what we're about and a lot of that is is that our end focus is on the narrative side the lore side of the game yeah and there's, there's and oh, oh sorry go ahead i was actually just thinking um because you're because yours is more like this happened let's talk about it i think like for us, if we were to do take that approach on an episode, it would have been something like the fall of Cadia happened, like something huge in the lore that's new. That would be like our current events. Like, how but at, but at the same events. time, that happened three years ago. Right. So like, <laughs> like because the lore doesn't advance very fast, yeah. it's not like yeah. a, a bunch of huge events that we need to stay current on. Yeah. So it's it makes more sense for us to approach it from. These things have happened, which then led to these things. Yeah, it's like a another way to like kind of like frame it is is we're we are we're doing a, a comic. If we were if this was a comic book podcast, we're specifically dealing with the golden age of comics right now. Yeah, we're not we haven't touched the silver age. We haven't touched the hero. Age. We are literally dealing with and we're kind of moving forward. And it's like, I mean, there's a pod. It's like there's literally in terms of uh, for anybody who's out there who's thinking about starting up a podcast. There's literally no wrong way to go about and do it. Yeah. I mean, don't, don't, don't just do scat 
for an hour and a half. Yeah. Unless you're Andy Sandberg. If you're Andy Sandberg, I legitimately want to hear you jazz scat for an hour and a half. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, there's no wrong way to do a podcast, to do the podcast. There are wrong ways to cover issues in a podcast. I will say that. Yeah. But it's like in terms of like, you know, starting up and stuff like that, because when we when we started up for our stuff, it's like, okay, do we want to do audio it's like, well, it's like we have decent video recording equipment. Why would you, we? Why don't we just go just put our stuff onto YouTube? And if need be, we can rip our audio. It's like we can start ripping our audio and putting it onto uh, Spotify or whatever. Yeah, putting it onto a podcast platform. Right. And, right. you know, we're, it's like we're not to that point yet. I mean, at the it's like beginning of season three, we're adding. Uh, it's like we're actually adding another cast member to the show. Uh, uh, my friend. It's like Shane and my friend uh, Hannah, uh, the sassy Swede. She's going to be coming on as our first. Literally, her Instagram handle is the sassy Swede. Nah, it's it's good. Like it. I love it. And it's easy to remember, too. I know, I mean, right? Twitter handle. I got it. I can look her up in like a day or two. I don't think she does Twitter, but she does Instagram. Instagram. And, OK. And okay. then uh, and, you know, we it's, there was that there was that whole entire production meeting where it's like we are or actually production meetings where we were going through it's like okay we need to add another person because in all honesty when somebody pops open youtube and decides to watch the video wonder bread essentially <laughs> it's like is what you see on the screen because it's like you know both shane and i are caucasian and it's like okay uh let's get let's throw in some more diversity into the mix and stuff throw like that spice exactly yeah i think we're pretty diverse i mean ryan's indian kevin's the ginger, I don't know if that's an ethnicity. It uh, kind Tom, of Tom is. British. It kind of is at this point it's in like time. Extra, that's almost white, or is white. It's <laughs> almost white. No, 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 no. British. That's old white. That's old white. Okay, <laughs> that's old school white. That's that's old none, white. none of this. None of this new white. <laughs> <laughs> Damn new white moving into old white territory. Kevin's Irish. Irish, right? Irish. Scotch Irish. Scotch Irish. With uh, a little bit of. Oh, really? You're pouring. What you said, Scotch? Never <laughs> the dad, that was the dad, an alcohol joke. The yeah. dad, the dad, alcohol joke went. Boom, it it didn't yeah, help that this mic was literally blocking the cup. So like, I, I all, all I saw was you look at me and say pouring, <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, what? Reach for And then, and then of course, we got our token white guy, Marky. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> the whitest guy. He's, I know. he's a Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, I'm very Hispanic. How much Spanish do you speak? I none. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite type of hot sauce? I swear to God, I just like, just like, like hot sriracha. sauce from from shops, man. Uh, my my dancer. I was waiting for to be like, I don't know, Sriracha. I, like, <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for that answer too. Well, like I mean, Northern I'm not California boy. I mean, like Tapatio's like kind of bland. Same with same with. So I, I don't think I've ever had Sriracha, honestly. Sriracha is pretty good. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call it. I Sriracha to me is Sriracha a, is more like sambal than yeah. it is like hot sauce. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Tapatio is the only thing my mom ever had in the fridge because I feel like it's basically sambal but double triple blended, right? Probably. I, I know oh, yeah. it's grown in Northern California. That's all I know. Yeah. The Sriracha factories are in the Central Valley. <laughs> yeah. And apparently it causes the entire like city to have itchy eyes. Yeah. Because it's all in the air. It's all capsaicin in, yeah, the air. It's just so, in the air. You can like smell it from miles away. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be that guy and I'm gonna wrap everything back up so we can we can kind of close out the episode on some 40k content. All right. Just to kind of bring it back into under the hive of madness and what we do. 
wanted to to go ahead and get everybody's you know we're, we're gonna turn we're gonna turn this into a full episode coming up soon we're gonna dive pretty deep into this but we got five people here and i want to hear everybody's favorites from the warhammer universe this can be your favorite faction this could be your favorite character this could be your favorite idea kevin we'll start with you one of my all-time little tidbits that i'm pretty sure has been retconned at this point but uh is the olanius pious like the story of olanius pious which is supposed to be like the guardsman that all his friends died and it was like during yeah. the siege and he like by himself like just walked up to challenge Horus. Just, just like the, yeah he's like the original billy basically. oh you're gonna have to yep, you're yep. gonna have to deep dive on that yeah, oh, yeah we're, the, that. these are all ideas we're gonna deep we're, yeah, we're gonna so, we're gonna come back we're gonna like circle back to like the different versions of it there was like because it it the the story had occurred multiple kind of times and it's like it's always like a nod back to alanius pious and there's actually a uh there is, I don't remember if it was like a fan theory or something that Alanius is actually a perpetual going all the way back to yeah, the Roman legionnaires. Yeah. Yeah. I've and heard. So he was, he like Alanius Pius is related to Pilate, like Pontius Pilate or something like that. I don't remember all the details, but I really like the idea of just that one guardsman is just like, you're a fuck, fuck you. <laughs> so here, so, so now, Killed all my friends, fuck you. Now that you've brought it up. That's yeah. when we when we hit our true faves in the 40k universe episode. It's probably going to be our next hobby episode. In. You're going to have to deep dive that, buddy. All right, I'm you got to do some up. research for us, but we'll get all the lores of Alanius Pius because I think there's probably three or four stories at this point about him. There you go, Tom. How about you? I don't know. It's really hard to say. I mean, you really like Farsight. I really do. Yeah, like I really like Farsight. I, w- I would probably say that. I mean, I do like uh, some of the Imperial Knight stuff, like uh, Tybalt. Who's uh, the high king of House Terran? Yeah, um, I really like Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcan's um, pretty dope. I really like Vulcan. The Primarch Vulcan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, wait, is there um, a Knight Vulcan as well? No, no. 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 <laughs> um, when we hit up our Orc episodes, we talked about some of the crazy shit Vulcan did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. But I would say honestly, like out of everything, it would probably be Farsight, just because of like. And, and and actually closer to it probably bright sword and bright sword, sword itself bright sword like the the character bright sword oh because got you, got you. he's it's actually kind of real in the 40k world he dies all the time and they just put a new guy in and call him bright sword you oh, know like the, like the frankenstein death <laughs> yeah yeah yep. and, uh, uh, yeah and that's, that's cool. just that's like yeah and i'm like that's cool you know like and i i mean i think out of out of every every faction it it farsight was the one that attracted me into 40k like when i started getting into 40k i was like cool towel and then when i really started looking into it i was like dude this farsight guy's fucking badass like that's, yeah, that's and that's totally. really kind of what hooked me so i'd probably say just like out of like a, allegiance that farsight is is probably one of my favorite characters just because of like the complexity because he really is like you really have to get to know him you know what i mean like he's not all, all you read about is like oh he's a he's a rebel you know like he went rogue and it's like yeah but why on that note are there actually like novels about farsight yeah oh yeah yeah, nope. okay. I didn't know if they because I knew they had a couple like there was a Fire Warrior one, there was an Aspect Warrior. Yeah, one. no, there's there's a yeah, literal there's book a far, there's called a Farsight. Farsight. There's a okay. Farsight Omnibus to think at this point. Yeah, there's, I mean, oh, there's cool. a literal book just called Farsight. Yep, it's all about his rise to power and his inevitable. I'm like leaving. Sure, I have it if you want to borrow it, but I'll, yeah, I'd have to check if you, if you can find it. Yeah, dig yeah. It out. I'll, t- I'll give it a read. I'll, t- I'll have to go do the bookcases. <laughs> I also have a bunch. If you ever want to 
borrow some 40k books. <laughs> I I only have one so far, but it's gonna be it's gonna be like it, that's gonna tie into my like favorite lore because it's my favorite person to hate in the Warhammer 40k universe. If you if you say Horus, I will straight donkey. No, everybody. It's not Horus. Is Erebus? Okay. It's not him. It's not Erebus either. Yeah, Erebus. Coming over to me. Hit, hit us up, Marky. Uh, mine's pretty bland. It's not really a named character or anything. It's just the idea. And it's it's something that actually just like kind of uh, rolled over and found out about uh, maybe a year or two ago. But uh, Death Watch Kill Marines, essentially, it's a it's like a Sly Marbo of of a Death Watch veteran. <laughs> they, they, he's a solo Marine that gets sent out. Like they, they say stuff like, Oh, you know, something that doesn't require the full firepower of a, you know, of a kill team. You just send a lone Marine out to go, you know, take out an enemy, meet up with, you know, what, what do they call him? The, uh, the planetary, like PDF. defense emperor yeah. guy, whatever the fuck. The planetary governor. Yeah. Planetary governor. Thank you. They'll meet up with him and then, you know, he'll get his information and then just go out and just kill shit. Just and they're like, yeah, yeah. He's but, just yeah, it's, uh, it's, straight it's, up Sly Marbo. Of, it's the, the Death Watch commander, Jonicus Mechanicus. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the lone wolf. <laughs> we are the lone wolves. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. Can you pluralize Lone Rangers? I don't think you can do that. <laughs> yeah, just the idea of it. It's uh, I think it's just really damn awesome. And uh, unfortunately, there's not really a model for it on the tabletop. Make one, man. Come on. I already have. Man. All right. For like a single. Yeah. So I oh. actually, this is my personal thing, but uh, comp- a company champion, they're not, they don't really have those in Death Watch because you're not oh, a company of right. Marines. You're yeah. just a bunch of veterans. But I take a company champion and use him as a you kill Marine. A, a I call marine. him a kill marine. Yeah, that's cool. That's it's awesome, really badass. Like I love it. Yep. And he's a badass in close combat. He's a company champion. You know, yeah, he's a yeah. badass in close combat. So, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, I really, I really like it, and I'm, I'm all behind it, and I use it in my army right now. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, so my first exposure to Warhammer 40k was back in college. Uh, it wasn't my gibbering madness. It was not your gibbering madness. No. Um, but in terms of the lore wise, and a buddy of mine. You know, he said, it's like, hey, you like sci-fi fantasy stuff here. Try reading. Try reading this. Um, and I read it and I'm like, I enjoy the book, but I don't I I just don't like the protagonist because he keeps on messing up and then coming out smelling like roses. It's like, where is when is he going to get hit? I'm, tr- I'm it's, it's the book about Malleus Calgar. Got you. Uh, I, Canis Rex. Yeah, no, it's not. Mal. It's not Malleus Calgar. Uh, Canis Rex is a type of that's a knight. type of knight. That's a type of knight. Yeah. Do you what, remember the name of the action or what? Was he's a, he's Imperium. Well, yeah, but like what? What kind of Imperial? There's like, is he like or, human? Is he's he, human. Yeah. Is he just a regular so dude? No, he's not Mechanicus. Okay. okay. It's not. It, you're not thinking Cal Jericho, right? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. But it's Cal like Jericho's kind of badass, but and like a badass on purpose. Actually, I just found out that Cal Jericho in. The Necromunda hired gun game is the same Cal Jericho. Like, How did you not know that? I had never heard of him in the books because he's not in like Eisenhorn or Ravener or any of the Gaunt's Ghost books. What? Or and any of the Mechanicus books. What? Necromunda video game. It's like, I'm like, it's like, oh, that's so hard to finish because it's like, it took me two hours to finish the first mission after the tutorial. I'm like, God, why? Oh, I, I played through like half the game and then it wiped my save on the first patch. So, oh, I oh, but I got better hurts. weapons the second time around. So that's pretty cool. And uh, now I'm sitting on like chapter 11 out of 12 or whatever. And I'm like, do I want to beat this and clear it off my hard drive? Or do I want to keep it for like when I'm really in the mood? 
the one character, he's a general. It's like, you know, he's a pretty high ranking military officer and literally almost messes up every single time. But come, it's like, you know, is it Kane? Typhus Kane? Yes. <laughs> we both. I was literally. like, I was like, I know who this motherfucker is. <laughs> yes. Typhus Kane, Kane is the accidental, like, he's the accidental I, I hero. Yeah. Oops. <laughs> it's like the man trips over, falls in the shit and pulls out a unicorn. Right. <laughs> like literally. Like the the man can the what is his what is his like luck my percentage? Grata, my gra, my grot assassin it's, it's named banana like peel. He's, he, how like he's saved like the Imperium multiple times, right? But all through fucking up, right? Well, not all not through, through fucking up. It's getting lucky. It, it's making personal mistakes for to for personal survival is what it is. So he's yeah, just basically trying to survive. He's trying to save his own. Ass he's a coward and accidentally yeah. ends up saving everybody else. He's exactly. a coward. He's a coward who blunders into success. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. he like ripped his shit too. Yeah. It's he's like, super like, buff. He, yeah, he's, he's super buff. Big fucking <laughs> big dude. He's but I'm like, abs, dude. That's ridiculous. How? how can you just mess up all the time and still come in and smelling out like roses? I, like, man. I agree. I'm. N- I was never really big on Kane. Uh, it's like I'm not. It's, uh, so all uh, the luck in 40k had to go somewhere, man. Because mm. I mean, you got to think about how shitty the yeah, you know is. everything is 40k. Buff, buff AF man. <laughs> he has like he has like a cut off. He's a commissar, right? Yeah, yes. he's a commissar. Yeah. And he doesn't wear an undershirt. Don't yeah, you? He, don't he, you he's... have his model? I don't think he has a model. Yeah, he's, he's got a model. Does I've he? got I've got big titty commissar girl. Oh, I've got. I know. I know. I know who you bought that from. Where's, where's <laughs> Did he this buy it from one? you? <laughs> You've never seen. <laughs> no, dude, you need to. Yeah, 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 she's she's got she's got her little bustier going on. Yeah, she's got. A she has her shelf. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's got a corset instead that's, of like the normal like little brocade. That's what's up. Like the Lord Commissar. Hey, good for her, man. Yeah, but I, <laughs> actually, I really want to body body up, positivity. I'm terrible. I'm terrible at skin tone, so I like don't want to fuck up the cleavage. But <laughs> but I will paint, say, man. yeah, contrast paint. It's like, all, but I will say, it's like I'm enjoying. It's like in terms of like my personal uh, experience, experience, and my personal involvement in Warhammer 40k has been so far just writing story like i i i really it's i really like how warhammer 40k the universe allows me to flex that muscle oh yeah yeah you're you're preaching to the choir that's that's what i do <laughs> yeah but that's that's good that you can that you recognize that it leaves you all those yeah that all that room to wiggle your own story in there have you have you heard like what what i i did like you know, we were talking earlier right like yeah my nights yeah they're all disney Yes, you're like you're nice just, just the fact to do that. And like, I'm like, that's 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 amazing. And it I, still fits in the lore. And it still fi- it still fits in the lore. And I mean, it's like because out of a hundred billion billion planets, you can pretty much do whatever the hell you want. And it's like, in you know, I was talking to you about how I was painting my uh, custodians of how they got to because the custo- uh, the custodians are considered the you know the personal guard of the emperor, and they got so close to the emperor's brilliance that it singed their armor from gold to black. I like that. That's I think, so. I think if I were to ever do a custodes, I'd want to do like mercenary bad batch custodes. Like I'd fucking like I'd like they wouldn't have like arm arm. Like I get like Katachan arms or some shit and just throw it on. They're so they had like in. sleeveless. They're like just bros. <laughs> <laughs> they're all on the uh, was the path? Not the path of silence. Not it's not a path. They don't call it a path. Like Fuck. the walk of redemption or whatever. No, they've got a so they'll so custodes will go out into the Imperial city and they'll take a vow. And the vow is they can't ask custodes for any help. What is it? 
Is it Mormons? The ones that like at a certain at eighteen, you like go out into the world and you get to yeah. That, that, no, 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 no. That's, that's Amish. That's, Amish. That's Amish. called Rumspringa. That's uh, that's that's everybody who listens to Under the Heaven Madness when they when they get to a certain age when they've listened to eighteen hours of episodes, <laughs> they then have to take the watch book that they can print out the PDF and they have to go to ten houses in their neighborhood and knock on the door and then say we'd like to talk to you about. Your your new emperor. Lord and Savior, the four armed emperor. <laughs> well, the, here's the podcast. Well, where I was going with that is like uh, almost uh, you know rumspring a kind of thing for my custodes where they're going out and you know they're we're not about the emperor, we're not about the imperium, we're just trying to find ourselves and decide whether we're gonna go back or not, and they're just. A bunch of badasses that don't give a shit. As, as cool no, as that I sounds that like that, is, that sounds like you I got a bunch like that's of really lore breaking. That sounds like you got a bunch of preteen angst. They're like, I don't want to work for the emperor. I'm gonna go find my I'm own job. I'm not gonna work in the family yeah. business. I don't, don't, don't want to be my own job. I don't want to be the pope. <laughs> well, aren't, aren't they like super like self like they they are they operate they operate alone in certain circumstances and there's a term for what it's called, but, but they they, they basically all... tell like mind whispered by the emperor himself they were all gestations so uh, they're like they were all created specifically through gene tailoring by the emperor yeah but he also in like, the theory in their dreams when they were embryos as well in theory like, every well, maybe mine who's alive that creepy was created <laughs> like, like this guy this guy's done stuff to us like it was, it was wrong <laughs> We so, never had a choice. So I can't remember what the term is called and I, I can't find it quick enough. But basically the custodes have a, a certain type of task they can do where they tell they will they will not accept help from the organization as a whole. They have to go out and do this task on their own. Okay. I can't remember what it's called. I will at some point we'll do a custodes episode, yeah. I'm sure. I was gonna say, you know what you could do? You could make it to where your group of custodes were separated from the astronomicon like they've they've been entombed for thousands of years where the light of the emperor no longer shines on them and they've become like lost the, the other side of like the uh yeah the citrus maledictum right. the dark okay. imperium yeah they're in the darker imperium you know i, I kind of like the idea of like they they saw the emperor and he's just a corpse and they're like why why are we fighting for something that's not even those are called heretics <laughs> well, yeah, maybe I, I, I want heretic custodes, Ryan. Do it. <laughs> fucking do it. Watch I'm behind this. Watch that be the next faction. <laughs> as as the light custodes. glows up, it's like onto Ryan's face. He looks at it, he's like, do it. Do and it. it's like, you look insane right now. I wonder, I wonder how many people I would piss off if I'm like, yeah, these a are lot. my heretic custodes. They're like, a that's lot. not a lore thing. What are you what are you doing? Like, <laughs> I, I really think that's like impossible in the lore. Nothing's impossible, Kevin. If you write it well enough. No thing is. Hey, no they ha- is they have chaos knights, so I'm sure you could have chaos custodes. It's it's just because of the like. There's a fixed number of custodes. There's, you know, they were all created so specifically. Like I really don't think that they they like, they are built. Dark, this is dark. They crazy. are built 100 percent to always be exactly what they are. You, you are correct. They're they're all supposed to be like. I I really like your idea and it's dope and do it like I want you to do it. But from like a lore purists version, all custodes have been within feet of the emperor. Have they been within feet of the emperor when he is fighting? Uh, who knows? And that's like the yeah. angle that you can play with. But the, the whole idea, like they're incapable of falling to chaos. They're they're the perfect ones. Yeah. 
So it, it's they're difficult. I I like Weren't I like hearing these ideas to right perfect? exactly. Right. I like hearing Actually, these ideas to play with them because yeah. of that. The Primarchs were fucked with by the warp and stolen and teleported across the universe. Right. Yeah, the dark. Well, custodians never got that exposure right off the bat well, that you know of. What if his custodes were with the were emperor when the emperor was still on the Great Crusade? got caught off in some weird like there's like, ways like to do it there's, there's way you could say where they got trapped away yeah. from the astronomicon absolutely it's just i i do i don't think that there could actually be like completely rogue or chaotic custodians well they're because the, they would no longer be qualified quantified as that name and they'd be custodian. something different true Big but also, man. like, I don't <laughs> think their brain is capable of like making that decision. I say what you do is you just make them thunder warriors. That, you take custodes and you make them thunder warriors. I really fucking like that because <laughs> thunder warriors were bigger, stronger. Yep. Space Marines are just crazy. and then they all got punched in the back of the head, except for this weird group of them that somehow well, makes it. Finally, like there's actually there's, head, right? there's actually in lore. It's not hard. It's just a normal one. face with a visor. I was say, there's and a one mohawk. thunder warrior left, right? <laughs> there's one thunder warrior left. Tom, I think he, I think he's in Blackstone Fortress. I was like, actually, fuck you. I might do it now. <laughs> no, fuck you, fuck you. It's my dude. No. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, to finish this up, my absolute favorite, and I'm sure you guys have heard me. Actually, I don't know if I've done this yet, but uh, my absolute favorite are crude. I think the crude are one of the coolest concepts for an alien race that exists. The whole idea that uh, the entire species started as a type of bird, and then that bird feasted on an orc rock, crashed into the... Crute home world and the Crute hawk. The Crute home world that's called Peck. Yep, Peck. And then the, <laughs> oh my the, God. Original. the Crute hawk. The Crute hawk fed on the orcs. And because of the Crute hawk's like genetic makeup, the way that the Crute hawk works, they an entire race was born. And the fact that Crute can ingest genetic material and make active decisions on what whether or not they're going to keep it and use it, I think is pretty cool. Crute are just overall one of my coolest. I, I love the way they look. I love a lot of their backstory. I love a lot of their lore. I think that they should be their own playable race. I, it actually is really aggravating to me in a lot of ways that the crude are lorically more widespread than the Tau. They're more widespread than the Eldar, and a lot of and you can make arguments that they're a lot more widespread than the Eldar or even the Orcs because they've been found all over the galaxy. So they're mercenaries. <laughs> yeah, but but true. due to the fact that they work as mercenaries, yeah. it means that they are not necessarily at war with everybody all the and time. They're, and they're, so there could be their ships are capable of faster than light travel. They're not right. super fast sublight, but they're capable of entering the warp. They're just they're a very interesting race. Do um, do crew have a, a presence in the warp? Yes. Or are they like Tau with well, their Warspheres like, so... can't go through the warp. Yeah they can. The crew warsphere. Warts war a war sphere is capable of traveling through oh, the warp. I always figured it would get a toe. Just by the way it looked, I yeah, was like, well, considering how like fast that. they move, because they don't. <laughs> yeah, they're basically just space stations. They're, they're giant space eggs that move like at fucking zero. I, I, I now hear that's like all, in, all what I'm hearing in, is now Death Star. In that's 40k, it. warp energy, warp engines, and regular engines behave kind of. The war sphere is the last vestige of a power and advancement of croup prior to their moves away from technology. Each war sphere resembles two ringed. City domes cut from the planet's surface and welded to either side of a massive spindle. Yeah, space egg. War spheres are effectively flying towns, conspiring a central section, primarily housing the war spheres' warp engine, 
and the outer section with maneuvering thrusters. While these engines are reliable, they're also quite poor power output, making war spheres extremely slow. However, they are sufficiently powerful enough to land on planets, and they do, in fact, house a warp engine. Yeah, warp engine, but it doesn't say that they enter the warp. Warp well, engines warp engine are only used for entering the warp. Uh, yeah, I don't know. They don't They don't work for anything else. Uh, I don't know. So what it sounds Civil like is War. it, is it, it <laughs> plukes Civil into War. existence, does its thing, putt-putts around real, real slow, and then ploops into the warp and off again. Warp drives or warp engines or devices integrated into a spacecraft, making them capable of a form of faster than light travel known as a warp travel or warp jumping. The warp drive allows a ship to enter the warp, traveling its currents until re-emerging in real space. Light but then why have the Tau reversed point. engineered it? Because the Tau refused to... I don't know, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> because GW's because authors right. no, are no, like... No, that's fine. That's a sufficient answer. I'm good with that. Because you, you can agree with me that that's dumb. Uh, there, every every well, single every Earthcast single didn't yeah. design it so it's not good enough for the towel doesn't matter Earthcast freaking reverse engineers everything every single fucking client race not client race what are they called auxiliary race that the towel work with almost every single one of them is capable of psychic powers and warp travel that's been and dumped. the towel do not use any of them that's been dumped what's up that's been dumped that's that's been, that's been dumped Demir dumped the Mirig do have warp travel. They don't, have, they don't have psychic. They, don't, they, they may not have psychic, but they have warp travel. What about the things that are literally walking hands that are the most psychically potent creature in the entire galaxy oh, what the, and uh, control massive the fucking, fucking warp ready spacecraft? The Arachnax or whatever. Yeah, whatever the they're, they're called. Yeah, the spi- basically giant spiders. L- literally the very first race that became an auxiliary of the Tau not only have a huge <laughs> faster than light fleet, but are the fucking powerful ass psychers. Wait, and the Tau are just like, yeah, we're not going to use that that race became an auxiliary for tau not you're thinking of the you're thinking of the the crazy things from the horus heresy not these are peaceful oh okay yeah these are giant what i was thinking they were basically like giant happy spiders you're gonna gonna join they were like no we're good and they're like cool murder all your babies and they were like whoa (laughs) like that six it's like yeah it's fucked (laughs) (laughs) i hear the term happy spiders and it's like and and it's like when i saw the war crime that was committed against a spider earlier today yeah (laughs) yeah there's just there's just the, the the tau are in this really weird place where they have a lot of plot holes that are being used as plot armor specifically to keep them in their smaller part of the galaxy. Yeah, there is yeah, no reason fair. that the the Tau shouldn't have used war spheres to. Well, I mean, they, the I mean, they travel. now they now technically do have warp travel. Like technically, warp they just travel. don't have Gellerfields. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I you didn't let me finish. Yeah. They I said they just don't have Gellerfields now. now so. But but here's here's the primary example. The only reason we even know what a war sphere is from the Imperial perspective is because war spheres popped up in the gothic sector during the first gothic war mm-hmm. that's the reason that the imperium knows what war spheres are so war spheres are capable of going from peck to the gothic which is literally the other side of the galaxy yeah that's <laughs> that's pretty far yeah i like i like I'm that i like, have to do some research i like that like if the crew are like we're taking this planet they just fucking crash the war sphere into it wait really yeah they got a town they got a base of operation they basically just orked it yep Oh yeah, well, I mean, Crute and Orc have shared common ancestry, so, <laughs> so similar ideologies that, from the sounds of it. <laughs> on that, on that note, so you said they were the hawks. So things like Crute talks and like the hounds and things—they're all the same just, race. 
that's all the same. Race. It's all the They're same all the race. Same. It's just a they genetic mutation. There's, so, so the original Kroot, uh used to have wings. The Kroot, like ancient ones, yeah, used he, to have wings. He said it was a bird. It was literally, no, 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 literally but like there were yeah. Kroot like in the game. The early oh. crew, you actually had wings. Yeah. Oh, that's um, and and there's this there's this before uh, Vespid existed. There were the yeah. They were oh, that was how they there was had a, Vespid essentially without them being Vespid. Yes, and there was this there are these characters called Kurt Shapers, and they're called Shapers because yeah. they shape the way they grow. Oh. And so when they're like, oh, hey, we need more like crude hounds, they're like, yo, go eat these dogs, you know, and then they turn into dogs, go eat these giant animals, then they turn into crotoxes or That's the great, cool. the, you know, great narlocks like they, you know, basically a shit ton of stuff. But there's there's specific types of crude that are genetic dead ends. So like crude hounds will always be hounds. They're always crude hounds. Yeah. Okay. And same thing with the crotox. Yeah. Crotox is the same narlock. Giant Larloxes are the um, same. The Shaper was actually in Dawn of War. Yeah. The, the Shaper is I a was, unit that you can. Yeah. A Shaper is a Shaper is like a medicine man to the crew. Yeah, that, I always I kind actually of have one. Is like their version of a, a commissar, functionality wise. It's there to like yeah. back up the troops. Yes. in the in the fight as like a yeah. morale and support character. But Crew will definitely get their own episode because I love them. Oh, love yeah. my Crewy boys. But yeah, guys, uh, that will wrap us up for this episode of Under the Hive of Madness. Is there anything else you want to add before we uh, really close it out, though? If anyone wants to uh, follow me on Twitch, uh, Twitter, Instagram, what have you, uh, you can find me at Nerd of Many Faces. That's pretty much what I am on social media everywhere. I'm, I'm going to explain the bet that I lost. Uh oh. Is every well? Is everyone caught up on the Mandalorian? Yes. So I lo- I lost the bet when Grogu phoned a friend of who that was going to be. <laughs> I thought it was going to be Ezra Bridger from Re- from Rebels. Like I had that done, I had done the math. Like I'm like, okay, this is 15 years after. It's like after the Battle of Yavin, or well, after it's like after the Battle of Endor. This is it's like we haven't seen Ezra. We're getting a Rosario Dawson, Ahsoka Tano. She's a, she's age appropriate, and all this other stuff. And I literally did the math down to a T and I'm like, the person who we haven't seen that it could possibly be is Ezra Bridger because, and and especially with the whole entire thing of where's, it's like the, in the Ahsoka Tana episode, where's Thrawn? I'm like, legends. He's never going to be there. No, no, he's not. He's not legends. Disney. Well, he's canon. They're they're unlegendsing him. Ezra Bridger is canon. No, no, no. Thrawn. Oh, yes. Thrawn is Thrawn was legends but yes you work right he might be coming back no he is coming back the he, fact that they mentioned him like by name means he's coming back yeah so um i i do much enjoy discussing i do much enjoy discussing waggle my finger these theories what is this <laughs> it's my best impression impersonation of mark yeah uh i and uh yeah if anyone wants to stop but, by on no, switch that's, that's a good theory I just have to say, I yeah, like and, and, I and, like and, and, and I lost the bet, and you know, it's like I, I owed, I owed him dinner. <laughs> so yeah, so nerd of many faces. We'll have the spelling down in our description as always, and also your podcast is Knights of Nerd. Yeah, it's uh, at it's the Knights of Nerd on YouTube. Uh, you can find us. We post new episodes every Friday. Uh, our seasons are ten episodes long, and then we t- generally take like a two week, two to three week hi- hiatus just to kind of get our bearings and stuff like that in terms of what's coming out and stuff. And yeah, come join, sh- uh, come join the chain and myself in the conversation in the comments. And it's like comments 
down below. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Well, yeah. Um, if you guys have any questions for Brendan at Knights of Nerd, you can feel free to email us at under the hive of madness at gmail.com or jimdarkgaming at gmail.com. Did we leave out your favorite tidbit on the Warhammer 40k universe? Do you have something you want us to specifically cover when we get into our favorites of the 40k universe? Or do you have some minor Xenos race that you would like to know a little bit more about? Again, you heard our emails, you know how to reach us. Another great way to get in touch with us, to join our growing community and to be involved in some of our community writing projects is to hit us up on Discord. Uh, Discord's definitely the best way to reach us. I think we're actively all, or we're all very, very active on there at all times. It's pretty much like a second home for most of us. So please do uh, jump on there and join and you'll find uh, plenty of areas to chat, uh, all different topics. And uh, I mean, probably even uh, voice time with us as we all play video games on there too. Yeah. Um, I have a question. Did any of you, yeah. w- did you uh, on discord? Cause I am also a member. It's like, I'm also on the Jim dark discord. Uh, did any of you react to my cow meteor theory from Dungeons and Dragons? Oh man, there was like a, like a, there was a <laughs> several day that, long like, argument. Yeah. <laughs> I was involved in the several day long argument. Is this, is this what happens in Dungeons and Dragons if you drop a cow from orbit kind of thing? No, uh, the thing is, is that, uh, summon creature, summon except, creature yeah. cow is a four is a one quarter challenge level creature. So at third, as a third level spell, that means you can summon 12 cows. It doesn't say that you have to summon them on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, so falling, falling damage. (laughs) Yes. I Um, I like it. It's it's a great, it, 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 I was involved. (laughs) You were involved and oh dear God, the chaos that ensued. I loved it. There were people private messaging me about how I had to ban you. Wait, what? I know. I was like, are you kidding me? This is dumb. We we should. Yeah, that's true. We got, we got to drive. Also Uh, on the discord. Feel free to join us on discord for movie night we're doing it uh probably twice a month thursdays and saturdays uh probably around five ish pacific standard time depending on uh, we got a lot of eastern listeners so depending on uh when everybody's going that's when we're doing it we just uh watch tremors looking at uh some other movies coming See up how it goes you can dig but can you fly <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of that if you guys like what we're doing and you want to support us a little bit more directly, you can head it over to Patreon. It's www.patreon.com slash under the hive of madness. Some of the perks that you can find at our various levels allow you access to some polls and questions that help us form how we are moving forward with the podcast. We've got some artwork that you guys can download as PDFs and then use to print out custom objective modifiers. We've got both the Jim Dark Gaming and the Under the Hive of Madness objective modifiers up for you now. Markers. Objective, objective markers. Objective markers. Thank you. Not modifiers, markers. Uh, and we'll have some more stuff coming in the future. Another perk of joining us on Patreon is that you can get access to our painting contests. A lot of this stuff also crosses over for those of you who are our Twitch subscribers, but Patreon is a good way to kind of track and directly influence the equipment that we buy. Yeah, Patreon's kind of like our uh, behind the scenes. You get to uh, kind of point us in the right direction where Twitch does support us, but uh, Patreon is definitely more the way to go for us. You can also decide uh, what movie we're going to watch if you're a patron. (laughs) There you go. I encourage you to go check it out. And all of that definitely 100% helps us. It's money that we basically pour directly back into the podcast to make sure that everything's running smoothly 
and the way that we want. Uh, and a lot of that crosses over into our Twitch streams. So lastly, if you would like to find us on the wilds of the internet, check out our link tree, which is Linktree slash under the hive. And I do promise we are diligently working on our website. However, I am a little bit behind on some other art tasks that we are trying to get done for you guys. Well, that'll wrap it up for us here at 665.66 UHMR Chemrat Radio. Sounds like Marky's stomach isn't taking real well to that ratto soup. Oh, God, it does taste like cheese and depression. <laughs> Sadness. And uh, minus the cheese. If it's anything <laughs> like the last time Marky's stomach got a little upset, Mama Kaz got mad at us and made us replace more than just the couch he wrecked. Although, to be fair, it was three or four couches. That's nasty. It was in my shoes. <laughs> Always remember making direct eye contact with a four-armed rat's a good way to lose half your face. Just ask Kevin. Oh, wait, no, those were fingers. I'm sorry. Face is still here. <laughs> And it's a pretty one. Beautiful. That's it's a pretty one. (laughs) All right, chem rats. We will catch you next time. Later. Later. Later.